What's up, y'all? Podcast number 39 is here. Let's recap the Triller Showdown with Mike versus Roy and the showdown between Errol Spence and Danny Garcia. You know the vibes. This ain't one of them times you can slide by what you say that you're gonna do. Put your money up, run that phase, I'm the show approved. You know the vibes, why not? Ain't got no ways up in my guys. I clown in the day, gone in the mind, y'all I've been on fire lately. Train my spirit, mind and body daily. Victory is sweet, that's the science, baby. It's only right we represent from Tampa to Tally. And keep the pressure on these eyes, they call you lacking. Till you flopping on the canvas and bombing your weaving. Unleashing the fury on your face while the audience screaming. Hope they got great seats or the pay per view. Let's get the breakdown from JDJ and Q. You know the vibes. Off that boy Jamel Herring, shout out. Hey, shout out to the channel. Uh-huh. Simplify. What up, boxing world? It's Boxing Vibes TV. We coming back at you, giving you the best boxing analysis on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. You name it. All of it. Hey, so let's go ahead, man. We're going to go ahead and introduce the crew. We got JD. Yeah, you know, I'm in the building. Hey, hey, we got Q. Who the We got yours truly, Jay, the moderator of the madness now before we get too far into it q mm-hmm. i need some energy this time tell them what to do look everybody man if y'all watching this video man you're watching it for a few different reasons whatever the reason is what you need to do is smash the like button man do that uh-huh. if you're being if you're being those you're looking for some guys listen do that. For boxing, whatever you got smash the like button we'll do deal that. with this later man Smash like and, and, and share this to everybody that's spreading positivity that. all over the world, man. Mm-hmm. Share it to the Sharing is caring. That's, that's going to smash that like button. Mm-hmm. Anybody else, man, don't worry about that. it. All right. That's so, what we need. So we appreciate that, but we got a little skit or a little customary thing we do. So we're going to go ahead and kick it to JD, dog. Go ahead. All right. As you all know, it is time for your pod quote of Bring the it, day. Pod quote of the day is... By none other than our man James Tony. And the quote goes as this. What is it? HBO. Homeboys only. <laughs> Detroit in the house. Detroit in the house. Already, baby. Already. And roll the tape. James on TV. I know. Hi, Chris. How are you? Would you give Giroff a rematch? Oh, no, no. I'll fight me. All right, fine. Thank you, Homeboys only. Congratulations. It's the end of the interview. Detroit in the house. Detroit in the house. Homeboys only. Oh, man. You, 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 you got to love. James Tony. Uh-huh. Matter of fact, oh man, I had a cool memory with him, man. We uh, y'all remember when I had to face off with him? Oh, yeah, 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 I remember that. <laughs> hey, he got real, real, real serious, real quick. Uh-huh. All hey, right, so let, let me get to our uh, and another special thing we have. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. This episode is specifically sponsored by a particular company, uh, Experience Movers, experiencemovers.org. This is for residential deep. and commercial movings. Local, long distance, dial 850-321-5898 and ask for Darius. Experience Any moves. If you got stuff, they'll move it. Hey, they'll, they'll move, move it, man. Experiencely. All right, now that we got all the formalities out of the way, let's go ahead and get in straight into topic number one. Uno. All right, so it's been a minute, all right, since, since it happened, but we're going to go ahead and dive into Spence and Garcia. Now, everybody, you know, oh, Spence is back, Spence is back. I, you know, we get that. So we're going to take a little bit of a different route on it. We're going to talk about Danny Garcia. Where does Danny Garcia go from here? Go ahead, J.D. Uh, where does Danny Garcia go from here? That's an excellent question. 
Because you now have a welterweight who has losses against Errol, the true Spence, Sean Showtime Porter. Right. Showtime. One time Thurman. Right. And anybody else? No, it's just three. Just, just, just three. three. Just three. Just yeah, three. Right. Just so three. so yeah, he's got three. so essentially you know, his top tier opponents. You know, yeah. you know, his top tier opponents, he is uh taking the L to each of them. I think he continues to fight on, man. I, I really think that Danny still has a lot to give um, to the boxing game. I totally disagree with a lot of people uh, that I've seen on the internet over the past day or two trying to downplay him as a C-level fighter. Nah, he, come he's on, not come that on, low. Come on, um, is he a B-level fighter? Most definitely. He's what? not. He's not. He's not at that A echelon of Spence and in, in, in the top elite. Um, but I, I think he continues to fight, man. I, I don't want to see him retire. I still would like to see him in a, a few good fights. So uh, I, I got I got to say, man, that I, I would like to see him keep moving on, man. But where you at with it, Q? I mean, same thing, brother. Same thing. I mean, he was severely mismatched, man. Listen, I mean, it was a great fight going into it. But Errol Spence is, <laughs> Errol Spence is as advertised, man. He's all the way to truth, man. You can take the asterisk from from out of his name as mm-hmm. far as what we're thinking about with a, with the car accident. Everybody was waiting to see it, and boy, did you see it? Did you see it? Mm-hmm. Like Errol Spence, Errol Spence is as he's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? As I, as I would hope for him to be. But like I say, uh, Danny Garcia was just, he was a mismatch. He wanted too much. He could he could have done, man. I mean, you had to have to give him a gun. He was outmatched. You feel me? And I feel bad for Angel Garcia, his father. You know that's that's one of my favorite father son combos. And mm-hmm. um, you could just hit a sincerity and a hurt in the, in the, in the corner, man. And you know he it really like one thing. One thing he kept saying, well, he kept he kept telling um he kept telling Danny not to not to back up. You can't just back up from Southpaw to hitting with the jab. You can't just back up. He was telling he was telling the the side step. To, to not not just back straight up, but when you mm-hmm. when you in that in that fire, man, muscle memory, bro. You gonna do whatever you. I mean, it's easy to say that when you ain't the one get hit with them jab to the stomach, jab to the head. Right, man. Spencer, Spencer was man. He was automatic out there. It, it was it was automatic. It wasn't even a. a he was ready. And, you know and, and the thing is too, man, is that Danny also you know kept it kept it a hundred. He kept it a hundred in his interview after the fight, and he said that he felt like the jab was the X factor. He said yeah. that ultimately, you know, he he really could not get past Spencer's jab, you know, and it, 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 it did serious it, damage. So I, I salute him for for keeping it real, um, oh, and, and, you know, not making another, excuses. And one more thing, I, I I feel like uh, you know, I think Danny was trying to tell him, you know, you know, be first and be more aggressive, and mm-hmm. you know, that he would just the fight would have just ended a lot earlier. I mean, because that's not him. He stuck to what he stuck to what he do, you know. He's a, he's a counter puncher. He, he's a counter puncher, and him mm-hmm. trying to be the aggressor against Spence, man, that one it wouldn't work because Spence could box. Right. I mean, he could mix it. Up. He could he could brawl, box. He could do whatever you want to do. And then I just feel like you'd have just been a lot more open, and you'd have you'd have been blindsided by something that probably would have put you to sleep, mm-hmm. you know. But shot 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 to uh shot shot to the Garcias, man. You know what I'm saying? Most I love definitely. The and I I do want to see them um continue to move forward, man. Y'all y'all are great for boxing. And um, I mean, y'all don't got nothing to hold your head down about, man. You let, know, y'all got let, saying. Let me let me let me interject with something. All right, so, um, <clears throat> close fight against Thurman. Um, a little bit more definitive loss against uh Porter. All right, and then you know, of course, this was definitely a, um, a more dominant performance by Spence. Really? I, 
I don't see him as a B fighter. I see him. He's not an A plus fighter, but he's definitely an A fighter. Um, there, he definitely provided some moments in that fight where people saw something they liked. A la Manny Pacquiao, mm-hmm. we saw Crawford over there, you know, shadow boxing, saying he saw openings. Um, one of the things I've I, I've religiously said about Danny Garcia, I love Danny Garcia man, as a fighter. He's very consistent. Um, but what dooms a lot of fighters, and we saw this with Dubois, is lack of head movement. That's why the jabs trouble because you don't have that head movement. And just like with Canelo had that problem with the jab, and he's always had that problem with jab, he developed very good head movement. And I think that was really what was the difference between uh, Danny being that A-plus fighter because he's not aggressive like a Sean Porter to overwhelm you with his power and his, his accumulation of punches. He's more so of a tactician. And when you're mm-hmm. when you're a tactician and you're you're a little bit more stationary, you got to move your head. Now, oh, hold, hold on, I got a quick question to you, though. Bruh, if you call, if you say Danny, I mean, since we, we just hypothetically, you know, giving grades, if you have Danny as not a B fighter, I'm interested to see how do you grade Sean Porter? If you say Danny is a minus, I think they're all in the same category. There's only two A-plus fighters in the welterweight division to me, and that is Errol Spence and Bud Crawford. So, I think, so you I, feel like a, if... If Danny and Sean fought again, you feel we, like it'd we, be 50-50? Yeah, it may have a different... I, I, okay. So, I'm going to say this. I think in a rematch, Garcia beats Thurman, right? Okay, um, okay. If you look at that fight, Thurman was fading. Uh-huh. And I think Garcia learned a lot from that fight. Mm-hmm. Um, Porter's difficult for a guy that doesn't throw a lot of punches in Danny. I, right. I, I think at any point in time, you know... Danny could really start landing one of those counter punches and, and change the fight, right? I, so I think part of it is experience. Part of it is um, it, Danny wasn't, you know, he, he had the wrong game plan when he fought Porter, in my opinion. You don't sit back on Porter. And I think you can train to be more aggressive, but at the same point in time, I don't think being more aggressive would have worked against an Errol Spence. So I give him, I think okay. he has the, okay, so look at Amir Khan, right? Amir Khan doesn't ha- didn't have the chin or the discipline. I don't think that's Danny's problem. So I like him in fights against other A fighters. The top tier A plus fighters, of course, you're going to see some, you know, a, a, a definitely a, a difference in performance and, and capabilities. But I, I see him as an A fighter, and I really, I would like to see him in a matchup against Thurman again. I would like to see him, keep, you know, of course he's going to fight on it. He's, he's young enough, and he puts on a good mm-hmm. enough performance. Because the thing about it was, we all knew he was overmatched if Spence was going to be the Spence of old, but he put on a hell of a performance to be overmatched. He he was looking to win the fight every round of the fight. He was all he was always seemed dangerous. He you know it, Spence did push him back, but at every point in the fight he seemed dangerous because he was trying to land a big punch. Mm-hmm. You could tell he was still trying to win the fight as opposed to being Just beaten. Sum- yeah, 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 being yeah. beaten submission. Yeah, like, like you say, it's not about sometimes you losing. It's also how you how lose. you lose how you exactly. Lose. You know, exactly. And, and after what we saw, people people would definitely want to see uh, Danny G again. So now, who do, who do you, well, real quick, who did you say? Uh, you say who was fading in the in fight against Danny Garcia? That, that, oh, that, Thurman, that, that Thurman fight. Uh, Thurman, oh, Thurman was okay, okay, Thurman, okay, Thurman okay, was okay. definitely fading. Okay, Thurman okay. came out like a house of fire, man. He jumped on him, and I really okay, thought I was like, okay. man, if he keep landing like this, he's gonna get Garcia out of there. Mm-hmm. Garcia got a, a granite chin, mm-hmm. and he stays calm like a prize fighter. That's what I really like about Danny, and that's why I always want to watch him fight. So speaking of always wanting to watch somebody fight. Uh, there were some old heads that uh that Whoa. fought. 
and everybody's did their little take on it, but but we're gonna take a little different angle on it. Um, Trilla put on a, a a production with Roy Jones Jr. and none other than Iron Mike Tyson. Now everybody knows it, and they fought to a draw, and you know, and everybody's thinking, you know, saying Mike Tyson won it. But I got a bigger question about the production, the Trilla production. Is that was that good for boxing? Do you like? You know the concerts, the, the the presentation, the commentary. You had Snoop. You had um, a UFC fighter. I think it was a a pro wrestling announcer as well. Uh-huh, right. Like you had real color commentary, and then you had Sugar Ray Leonard. It, 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 is that production, that presentation, good for boxing? Go ahead, Q. I love it. I love it. And the reason why I love it because it's an exhibition. It's not boxing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's it's a, it's an exhibition of boxing, but it's not it's not the you know the traditional boxing. So I don't I don't want to see tradition. Um, on that level, once I, I'm, I'm here to be entertained. One already, you're already saying you're not going out to win them. You're, uh, you know, which they really didn't, you know. Um, but either way I go, you have limited things that you could do with, within an ex- ex- exhibition. So number one thing you need to do is entertain. And I, I was in, I was thoroughly entertained by it. I loved it. The only thing I didn't like about it, just me as a boxing fan, <laughs> I didn't like that that YouTube, whatever you call it, man. Um, a YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, not, and nothing against him because he do have a fighting background, which I uh-huh. find a lot more about, which I would, you know, anyways, that he stole the show. He stole the show. And, you know what I'm saying? I hate that Nate Robinson legacy. <laughs> not, not that he's a fighter or anything, but it's just like everybody look at Nate yeah, Robinson. It'll never be different right now. Never Everybody was picking, everybody was picking the athlete was. and you was like, man, I'm going to go with Nate because he's uh-huh. an athlete. I said, ball play yeah. ain't no fighter though. I didn't do my homework, I didn't do my homework on the Paul family. So you love the presentation, right? You love all that and... I, I dig it. I like okay. it, man. I mean, I mean, it, it can be. It could be better now. Don't get okay. me wrong, but that's some, that's something to build on. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But the formula, I like the formula, man. I mean, you know, I'm good with it. Go ahead. Keith. And they did numbers. I mean, and they did numbers. For what okay. I did. Oh, how, how many bars? How many? How many? Over a million. Heard over, or over a million, man. So, like one point six somewhere, somewhere up there, man. That, that part. That part. Okay. Is. Okay. Go ahead, JD. Man, I gotta. Shit, I, I hate to hit y'all with another quote, man. I love the production because. It harkens me back to the, the infamous quote of everybody who's watched the movie Gladiator from Russell Crowe. <laughs> Go ahead with it. Where he says, are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? <laughs> I love it because ultimately, man, this is this is entertainment. While it is um, prize fighting, you know, we saw a few real fights and then, you know, the last one was an exhibition. I think it brought a level of entertainment, entertainment that we have honestly not seen infused in boxing in a long time um i i'd be front if i said i ain't like seeing uncle snoop get down but you know before the main event um i I think ultimately at the end of the day this is and mike tyson actually brought up an interesting point in his uh post-fight um interview you know they started to ask mike about the production you know sort of like we're talking about it right now mike said you know check it out the difference between this production is there was no promoter a part of this he said straight up, there was no promoter a part of this. We all got together. We talked to each other, you know, one-on-one, and we hashed it out, and we made it happen. I didn't have to go through all of a bunch of politics, you know, asking, could I have this person come? Could I have this person perform? Nah, everybody signed up, got their guarantee, and bam, it happened. And so I think if boxing can just get more of that model, you can't help but get 
nice, entertaining fights and events. Like, so I, I'm, I'm all on board, man. I hope to see Triller do more, especially like y'all just alluded to. It, may, it, it did over a million buys. So fresh out the gate, man, they got a bankroll to deal with. So hopefully Triller doesn't blow it. And they're able to uh, really put on some more uh, good cards. I'm a, usually, I, usually I keep the conversation going by asking a question, but I, I, I want to jump in on this, um, just because I'm gonna take it a little different direction, probably a more serious direction, right? So it was entertaining. Um, <clears throat> so we're doing this podcast, right? We're, we, we part of it is our passion. We're trying to be ambassadors for the sport, right? We care about the sport. We care about the health of the sport. We love boxing. So one thing about boxing, boxing is steeped in tradition, right? You know, whether it's um, you go back to the 40s and 50s or the Jack Johnson days, it's always been a pivotal part of history. You go back in important moments in, in boxing in, in, in history, particularly U.S. history, boxing is there, right? And so I think boxing got stuck in a rut, right? And they forgot to be entertaining because fighting mm -hmm. is a mixed bag anyway, mm -hmm. right? You, you, how many times have people tuned into a Mike Tyson fight you paid 50 bucks back in 1995. And it's and over like that. And it's over like that, mm -hmm. you know. So part of what I think really bo boxing needs to capitalize on is embrace tradition, but try to bring itself on up to, you know, the millennials. The, right. be, because the, the name of the game is entertainment, right? The act itself is entertaining. Fighting is entertaining. Trilla. But mm -hmm. how many times have we been sitting around, It's and, and I will say this, especially a lot of Manny Pacquiao cards, Top rank was guilty of this, putting on mm -hmm. fights we didn't want to see, and we're just sitting there waiting on the main event with not a lot of entertainment going. On. I'm talking about visually, the set it looked awesome. Right. I, I, I mean, sometimes we see it with the O2 Arena, especially overseas. They put a lot in their production, and 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 here you see fighters come out through their walkouts, and you see the you know you you're happy with the way they pay for their own production and put whatever they come out with a rap or anything. But the overall look and feel mm -hmm. of it, I felt like I was at an event. It, I felt like I was at, at right. a special place, the right. lights or whatever. And then I, I don't, I'm not really against uh, the Paul brothers getting into it just because that the traditional part is, okay, only fighters, only this. But we, you got to capitalize on that UFC crowd, right? And they're focused on entertainment. UFC is not against boxing, but you know, they, a lot of times there's, you know, overlap. They'll they'll watch both, but a lot of the knock on boxing is it's a bit boring, and I don't think it's to do necessarily with the fights. Because sometimes we've all watched UFC. Sometimes uh -huh. their fights are boring, but a lot of times it's the production and the rollout, right? right. And, and I yeah. think if they can yeah. really capitalize with trilogy, I don't think I, I don't think it just needs to be exhibitions. Now I don't want to see fifty thousand concerts. I don't. I think you know, no. you know, a performance here and there, and it, but they actually, I think, produced a model for boxing that it, it it will elevate the sport into being more popular amongst younger people if you can keep production like that. Right. And that's what boxing's forgot about. They're so steeped in tradition, they forgot the future mm -hmm. is to get the younger crowd involved. And so I'm just, I, it, it, I'm speaking on it because I'm hyped about it right. and I loved it. You know. And, and you know, I, it's interesting, man, because what we saw was we saw a boxing event with kind of like a a WWE backdrop. Right, right. You know, like, like we're almost like, you know, from the entrances and, right. you know, all those type of uh, entertainment uh, parts infused in it. And I will say, I do think that the pandemic also has shifted everybody's mind from giving a more entertaining visual. Because I even think about when we look at um, the top rank bubble, right? 
and we all talked about how Bud came out to uh, was it Shaka Khan? You know what I mean? And and, you, and and if you even think about just the layout, if you all think about some of the bubble fights, just the the monitors and the backdrop, and you know, not to switch lanes, but just for a quick second, y'all remember the NBA bubble? Right. You know, there was no fans, and people it, can it remember made, how it, it looked like it was a video game. It made you get more right. innovative. Right. right. And so, you know, the pandemic and not having fans, I do think, has pushed the envelope and probably pushed us in America. Um, Jay, I think you mentioned this, more up to what we've kind of already saw overseas across right. the pond. Right. Where, they where were the already kind of, you know, making things a little bit more lavish, giving a little bit more entertainment value. You know, the ring walks were more entertaining. Right. And I think now America... It's kind of up to that 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 standard of trying to give yeah. everybody a little bit more uh, and, entertainment. And they're definitely going to cap. They need to capitalize on it. If boxing's smart, and I know that you know they're slow for pro- it's slow to progress. Mm-hmm. You know, just like right. UFC really brought their women along, we we are you know lagging right. with that. So um, I'm excited about it. I hope you know big fights take their cues from that and really really start to improve the production because I think it can bring in a, a bigger crowd and bring more interest to the sport. Because as far as I'm concerned, this is the greatest sport on earth. So. Mm-hmm. And most but, definitely, the, it, listen, the, the hip hop, the hip hop culture, man, that's the future. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And that's the number one catalyst. That's the number one catalyst, man. They they selling anything you name. You know, you see commercials yeah. for. You, they could be talking about anything, man. And you hear hip hop music playing in the background on CNN or whatever channel on on any platform. Period. To your point, right quick, Q. Man, how about yeah. I heard the other day, man. They did a Travis Scott burger at McDonald's, bro. Yeah, they, oh, they sold they, they, out, bro. Sold out, man. You are you late, bro? That shit been like my kid told me about that like three months ago. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They had you got yeah. his own combo. Yeah, mm. and, yeah. and, and, and yeah. it's just the same old stuff you can get at McDonald's, but it's sold out though. It's sold yeah. out. We all out to, of to your point, Q of hip hop hey. culture. Yeah, but and, 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 and that's 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 what really boxing needs to focus with, on. Holding on, tra- hold, holding on to that tradition. But able to get, grab mm-hmm. a new crowd. I think baseball struggling with that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of sports doing that. But go ahead, Q. We're gonna speak on something. We're gonna speak on something else a little later about that. I got an elevator story concerning okay. all the same thing. Same catalyst we're talking about with Travis Scott. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll talk about it on the after hours. Okay, we'll okay, okay. Okay. All right. All right so, so this brings us to the to the the next portion of the show. Uh-huh. Uh So we're gonna try to get quick answers. You know, Q don't follow the rules, man. Q do his own thing. He the superstar, so, on, so he feel, so he feel no, like no, no, you no. know what I'm saying. He he he's like get your popcorn. You know, show ready. He, you that's know a what I'm saying. That's a lot. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> so all right, so we're gonna jump into connector with right. So first one, all right, and this happened a while back, but we like to give everybody they they shine, they love, they critiques and mm-hmm. and, and compliments and criticism. Um, Daniel Jacobs versus Gabriel Rosado. Daniel Jacobs' performance was a sign of decline. Connect the whiff. Go ahead, JD. C O N N E C T. I gotta connect on that, man. Listen, straight up, I, I told y'all when we talked about this before this happened, man. Ever since we were in Las Vegas and we were there as Danny J was supposed to fight Canelo Alvarez, and he threw up that dud of a performance. I said from that day on, I do not trust Danny J until he shows me something a little bit different. Now, Danny J did part from Andre Rozier, all right? So he did have a totally new trainer, but I really did not trust him going into this Gabriel Rosado fight. A lot of people sat there and thought that it would be a, a, a blowout, and sure enough, it wasn't. It ended up being a close fight. So sign of decline, connect for J.D. What you got, Q? 
So I'm not gonna say it's a connect. I'm gonna say a with just because it's more it's, with Danny Jacobs. What I what I don't notice with Danny Jacobs, he do his best when he he not the best boxing boxer. You know what I'm saying? But he's a hell of a fighter. Right, and when right. he want and one and once he clicked that once it once that button switch when he want to fight, you got problems. Right. But when he wanna when he wanna box and just be clean and just be technical, man, mm -hmm. where he's not just gonna mix it up and get on you and push you around and use his size, you know what I'm saying? That's part of the thing with Canelo. Like he he sucked, man. He not a, he's like bro, you need to you need to get out there and broad and use your advantages. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. when you do your best. He he, he didn't start doing that to the Because he, he 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 he's a dog. He's a dog and you ain't letting that dog out, man. I mean, ain't no oh, 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 pause, pause. I can't, I, no, no, he ain't no dog. And the only reason why I'm going to say he's not a dog right now well, is because saying, after saying, the fight. I'm, no. Go ahead, okay, go ahead. Good. No, I'm saying no, because well, after the fight, he was the only fighter that sat there and blamed his performance on no fans. And on that note, we're gonna jump into the second one. All right, so so <laughs> that's funny, that's funny. He did, he did. He did. You're making you're making me look bad, man. So 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 now I gotta blame it on Angela Simmons. All right. <laughs> hey, hey, the taste the tasty pastry. <laughs> all right, all right. So, I'm not mad, I'm not mad at you, but you know. Yeah. So we we're gonna move into the second connector one. All right, so we, we've always wondered about how these guys come over with names, Usyk, uh, uh, and already come up with all this this pub. You know, uh, they're Olympic champions, but they come over getting title shots. Mm -hmm. uh, we've been doing our research, doing our homework about an international boxing league. There's been diff different iterations of it. Uh, what it basically is, is guys can fight pro fights um, against top elite international competition without affecting their pro record. It's called the WSBs, I guess, World Series of Boxing. Is the WSB good for boxing? Go ahead, Q. Okay, so you know, I probably say I probably say it's uh it's probably good for boxing. It's something else to watch and something to check to check to check out. Cause I'm excited to to, to look at it because this is it's fairly new to me. Um, we got into this when we start talking about all of the uh amateur backgrounds and the, and the fighters how they come mm -hmm. in with all this great prestige from an amateur. So we looked at it a little deeper and find this out. But uh, I don't really think it's, I think it's great for, it's good. It could be good for boxing, but I don't think it's great for the boxers because so, they, they got to go through too much and go through mm -hmm. too many, like, like, like you got five or three, 400 fights. That's wearing tail on their body. That's right. their shelf life. A boxer is like a running back. You know what I'm saying? So you know, connect? running back. Yeah. I mean, I, what the connect, it was, is the, the, the WSB good for boxing? Is that the connect? I, I, I think it's good for boxing, but you know, it could be bad for the boxers. Connect. Okay. For boxing. okay. Um, I, I'm gonna go with a whiff, man, and and the reason why I'm gonna go with a whiff is because I think that in boxing we put too much on the undefeated O, and I think it, the the undefeated O is the primary catalyst as to why a league like that could exist, because everybody wants to get in there against top competition, but, but everybody's wanna, scared, they right? Put right. Put their on exactly. The line. Nobody wants to take that O. And so, ultimately, why not get paid? Again, to your point, Q, I agree. It's wear and tear. It's wear and tear on the body. I, so, why be I, sitting there for... Because, see, my thing that's is... The, that, that's the other thing to interrupt you real quick because we got to mm -hmm. gotta move along. I, I think there's some form of payment that the, the team gets paid. or so, It's something like that. I don't I, know. I mean, it, it's got to be something because, ultimately, I, I wouldn't be in agreement of people. If anything, I feel like there should be maybe a, a, a match limit. 
Okay. I, I don't think somebody should be fighting 30, 40 fights and not getting paid just to try to protect the O and get experience. Okay, so that's 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 a whiff. A whiff it, yeah. it bring, brings us to our last one. I will say this. I think there's some form of team payment. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but got to do a little bit more research on that. Errol Spence, connected with Errol Spence, will fight Canelo at, by the end of 2021. Connected with. Go ahead, J.D. Whiff, <laughs> whiff, 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 man. It is not happening. I'm going to tell y'all right now, right quickly, what I predict will happen. I predict that at this moment, we will possibly see either Errol Spence versus Pac-Man. If we don't see Errol Spence versus Pac-Man, we will finally see Errol Spence versus Thurman. I then think that it does not make any sense for the whole Bud versus Spence fight to go down until Bud gets out of that top rank contract. So we do not see that fight anytime soon to about the end of 2021. And then I also think that he's not going to go up until he fights Bud. So I don't think that's till 2022, in my opinion. Okay. Q, connect the web. 2021, hey, I, Spence, Spencer, Canelo. I agree. I agree 100% with what my man said. But, you know, I was taken, I was taken aback by him just saying that the man had to leave top rank. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to let throw about that. You know what I'm saying? That was Bobby and Biggest fan a couple weeks ago. Man, nah, what you talking about, bro? <laughs> my, my bad, bro. My bad, my bad, my bad. Hey, listen, man. I think it's the headphones. The headphones make me think out loud. All right, so you got a whiff? All right, so I'm going to put my two cents in So before we wrap up. um, It's a, it's a, we can't even do a song. I'm a cheat. It's a soft connect. Only reason I say that is oh, because self-connect. only reason because the past it's been about four years since I seen this video. Mayweather was talking about the next super fight is really going to be Spence, Spence and and then there was a they were I think it was Bud saying that the fight might not even happen because he might move up or I think maybe mm-hmm. it was Spence and uh, I think there was someone on the internet you know calling for it and I think Canelo even responded to it. Um, Spence is a naturally bigger. Uh, welterweight, he's he hasn't fought and carried the weight um, like Canelo has, but naturally he's a bigger man. They're both welterweights. He's just naturally be the bigger uh, man. So I, I say it's a possibility. You know, I'm not gonna cheat like that. It's a whiff. It's a whiff. Not next it's, year. It's, it's I, I don't think not they, next they, year. They're gonna, they gonna wait to put a little bit more season on. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, but uh, I, I mean, it, I, it, it's. It, 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 He'll be doing himself the biggest disservice anyway to leave West with the division without fighting number one pound for pound. Most, most, most definitely, that's most true. definitely, that's true. That we we got. Now, see now, I, I, I know you, everybody you gave. Yeah. I know everybody gave Manny Pacquiao flack, but uh, let's not forget Canelo is the catchweight king. If he if he ain't the king, he the prince. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I, I'm I'm just saying it's it's a, it's a possibility. I wouldn't be. I, I'll say this. I would. I'll I'll call it a whiff just to be fair about how how this portion is called. But I wouldn't be surprised if we see it in 2021 at the end of 2021. Yeah. And another reason why I don't see it is because I think Arrow's what maybe what 30, 31? 30? They're both thirty, yeah. Yeah, thirty. So they're both thirty years old, man. So they're both probably still right in their prime for another couple of years. So you say it ain't it, the right it, time? Yeah, it's not the right time. It ain't man. the right time. It, it's not the right time. But it's the right time to end this show, man. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, y'all love us. Like, we love y'all. Uh-huh. It's Boxing Vibes TV, man. We coming at we you, out. man. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes. Red Circle. You name it. Audible. Audible. Uh, we out. Audible. All streaming hey, hey, platforms. Boxing for, Vibes for TV. For y'all late bloomers that ain't smacked that like button, go on do that real quick. Uh-huh. Hey, do that. Like, do that. like, like. And we out.